Time for Comic BS with Beach. G'day and welcome back to another episode of Comic BS. Yes, it has been a massive break, but I, Beige, am still here and still alive, just. Um, So, I have had some time off and decided to get back into it because, to be honest, just talking to myself, it helps with the... um, uh, craziness that goes on inside my mind and... It's a good way for me to kick back and read some comic books and basically not want to cut my wrists open. Uh, So, on that note, let's dive right back in to the fucking teddy bear universe. Um, So, a few episodes ago now, I cannot remember exactly how many episodes ago, I did a little book called the um, Mr. Button's One-Shot. After doing the episode Mr. Button's One Shot, the creator Nick Davis and I got a chitter chatting um, and ended up uh, getting a Mr. Button teddy bear for my beautiful son, who he now talks talks to and takes everywhere and carries Mr. Button to bed to protect him at the middle of the night, which is freaking, why am I saying freaking, just remember what show I'm on, which is fucking adorable for a two and a bit year old to just... Card on in and go, Mr. Button goes up here. Okay, good night, Mr. Button. You watch and protect. <laughs> good, good work, buddy. Um, so, Nick Davis was kind enough not only to send that across, but also a couple of signed comic books, which I was pretty uh, grateful for. He obviously did not have to do this, and the fact that he has done it is just amazing because, look, they're fantastic books, and he's a fantastic writer. What was included in this is another comic book by him, A Teddy Bear Tale. Um, Found out later on that this is actually a prequel to the Mr. Button story, and it's sort of, it's a big, long lead-up to get to where we got with Mr. Button. So, um, yeah, the front cover, uh, the artwork for this one is by Veronica Smith, and the um, front cover is freaking, uh, I want to say cute, but it's also really sad. Um, he's got a boy sitting on the bed in a suit, uh, looking very sad, with a teddy bear with a T on his chest. Looks like a knighted teddy bear with a T on his chest, um, which we'll soon find out that this is Tristan. So, a teddy bear tale. Teddy bears have been protecting the children, protecting children from the monsters under the bed since 1902. Uh, and then we open up the book, and inside we've got uh, the boy who was just on the front cover standing at a funeral, who I'm guessing is standing next to his sister, and I'm guessing the mother. So we're going to assume that they're at the father's funeral. We see a flag over the coffin, so I'm straight up just going to go, maybe it's military, but you know, I don't think it's really touched on. So there's a little bit of a, um, what is a teddy bear? little uh, spiel here. I'm going to uh, read this whole chunk and hopefully I do Nick's words some justice. What is a teddy bear? They are the loyal companions, paired at birth, the attentive playmate that never argued or fell out, the confident that never told, the confident that never told a secret and the wiper of tears at the saddest of moments. They are the most faithful of friends with eyes that never blink 
and a smiley mouth that never talks, always there to give unconditional hugs and never wavering in their love for their child. A teddy bear is the one safe reassurance for a child that all that all in the world, no matter how dark how dark will be well in the, how dark will be well in the end there we go got it out <laughs> they that there always will be a dawn in the night they are also charged with the most sacred duty keeping their child safe from the boogeyman and his legions of monsters under the bed this is the story of one teddy bear tristan is his name or tryst to his boy this is his teddy bear tale so straight up it got me thinking um about my teddy bear i had when i was a kid and sammy bear yeah he was that he was there with me everywhere a little um little blue bear that i was given by later on found out it was one of my parents friends who was just dressed up as a stork but i always thought it was the stork who bought the teddy bear to me after i was born because that's the story I was told, and he was literally dressed as a stork, so I just fucking believed it. So, family moves on to a new house, uh, moves in with grandparents, and they're all like, hey, what's going on? Oh, thanks for putting us up, no problem, they hug, and then the kids are sad, and the little boy is hugging on to Tristan, oh so tight. Let's go in inside and have some cookies. So, they go inside to have some cookies, the kids are looking sad as fuck. I mean, their father has passed away, so of course, it's a good time to be sad as fuck. And so they're unpacking the car in the background, the kids are drinking milk and cookies, I hope they're not drinking the cookies, and they hug the grandma, and Tristan's sort of just always there and being hugged, and we see the girl with her little bunny rabbit as well, bunny rabbit teddy bear, hugging on to um, there, um, saying she's found Wilma, everything will be okay now, and the boy says, yeah, I guess, as he's hugging on to Tristan. And seriously, the artwork in this, it's so... Uh, it's, it's hard to explain. I, I love the style. It's beautiful, beautiful style. And the um, the way that it's coloured as well. Shading is fucking amazing. <laughs> Pardon me. So, um, the boy gets tucked into bed with Tristan next to him. Everyone's saying it's going to be okay. You know, you got Tristan. Everything will be safe. And he falls asleep and Tristan's laying there. And then we uh, pan out and Tristan's not laying there. He's up and about. So, this is my new home. It smells funny. Where's the TV box? Where's the play box? This is boring. Oh, what am I going to do till dawn now? I know. I'll annoy Wilma. She'll be bound to be up by now. But first... I smell fresh cookies. And Tristan is off on a fucking mission. Um, So Tristan's clearly a troublemaker, which I fucking love the idea of. Uh, We cut into the girls' room. Meanwhile, down the hall in sister's bedroom, uh, we've got a white bunny rabbit in a pink tutu barking orders at little minion bears. I fucking love this. So um, they're going to... Basically, she's uh, getting them to clean up the room. Ten hours till sunrise. Attention, tiny teddies. Alpha team, tiny, tidy the room. Beta team, take out the lockout position. Take out the lookout positions, just like we practiced. Stay sharp, Teds. We have nine hours and 59 minutes until sunrise. Great work, Teds. Let's make our girl proud. <clears throat> Crash! And then I got a big splash page of Wilma looking pretty fucking pissed off. <laughs> Downstairs, we hear a noise. Tristan, she says. 
Uh, and then we've got Tristan going through the fridge, making himself a awesome looking Sanger by the, by the looks of it. He's got fucking meats and salads and all sorts of things in there. Uh, and he's like, there's got to be fucking chocolate milk in here somewhere as he's searching. Tristan, what are you doing? Wilma says, oh, hey, Wilma. Uh, I got, uh, they have cake somewhere. Do you want some cake? No, I do not want any cake. But, but it's strawberry cake. It's your favorite. Really? <laughs> you know, Wilma, well, will you just learn to relax? My boy's okay. Monsters under the bed are just a lie that they tell us in the academy to get us to pay attention. Just just like the Tooth Fairy and the Boogeyman. They don't exist. Tristan, you know that isn't true. Please. I've been watching my boy for eight years. Not a single monster. Not even... Not ever. Besides, if they do exist, I would take them out with my total mad skill shield skills. And he throws a fucking shield around the room like Captain America, but only a tiny teddy bear. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. Not impressed by his ding, zoom, zip, zap, mad skills. And there's food everywhere from the fridge. Then we hear a fucking noise from um, down the hall. Crush. What the? I don't know, but it came from upstairs. Come on, we better check it out. So Wilma and Tristan run back up the stairs. Could be monsters, which means our children might be in danger, says Wilma. Uh, do, do we have to look, says Tristan as he's running up behind him. Yes, Tiny Teddy's report. <laughs> Wilma, wait for me. <clears throat> Tristan started to break a little bit in his voice there. <clears throat> we arrive back at the hall, at the hall, upstairs hallway. Okay, Tiny Teddy, say my room's clear. What is that weird light coming from your kid's room? We should investigate. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, give, give me a minute. And Tristan's getting all prepped and pumped. And they uh, sneak on into the boys' bedroom, where, as we know, because we recently just did um, Mr. Button's one shot. These are the boogeyman's minions crawling out from under the bed. Uh, there's the fucking orc-looking things. There's pig-looking things. They're all getting out from under the bed. Wilma's like, "Oh my." <coughs> says Tristan. Monsters from under the bed. They're real. Who dares, says the boogeyman, because he's well and truly alive, because like I said, this is beforehand. And then there's that fucking weird thing that looks like it's from uh, He-Man. Not again. Bah. It's the child's pitiful, cuddly defenders. Monsters, see that I am not disturbed. Attack! And he uh, sends his min- the boogeyman sends his minions out. I fucking love, seriously love the artwork in this and the uh, use of colours, especially the purple during the pages of the boogeyman. It's fucking awesome. Um, well, you could definitely go on to um, to altworld.com, or I think that's what it's called, and find out where you can uh, buy this. But if you get in contact with Nick Davis, see if you can go and get yourself the actual, the proper comic book, because, uh, you know... Paper smells good, and uh, you know support it because it's fucking awesome. So the uh, monsters come charging in. Monsters still think they're a lie. Tristan fucking sort of uh, hides a little bit behind his shield. Well, they look very real now. What do we do? We fight, says Wilma. This is the way. This is this is what we have been stitched for, Tristan. For Chrissy, and then she fucking drop kicks a fucking gobbly slimy thing with an axe and there's a couple of weird looking monsters running straight towards Tristan he's like yeah, help Wilma some help here I'm busy get to your boy guard him she says as she fucking matrix flips over the top of one of these gnome golem things heads and 
kicks the fucking red, black, and yellow motherfucker right in the face. And then, some big monster just punches Tristan right in the... Gets the shield up just in time. Sure. Get to my boy. Yeah. How hard can that be? Squeak. And here's he gets punched in the stomach. And he's uh, knocked out and there's little birds flying around him. There's a couple of big ass fucking monsters charging towards him. Ugh. Couldn't, couldn't we do a dance-off instead? Says Tristan as he wants to uh, bust a move. Wilma fucking kicks this other big monster right in the head and saves Tristan's back. I got this. Stop fooling around. Get to your boy. She says as she fucking plants a heel right in his throat and tooth gets knocked out. Wow. My spleen, says one of the monsters as uh, Wilma fucking kicks him straight up in the jaw or in the solar plexus or in the nards or wherever the fuck she's kicked him. Go! Right, my boy, on it. Uh, Tristan fucking runs on into the bedroom. I got this, I got this, I totally got this. Ah, crikey. Yeah, he's a fast one, says one of the monsters as he's chasing him. Blimey. What? Why is there always boxes? I ain't climbing after him. Oh, I got this, I got this, Tristan says as he keeps running. Soccer mage! As he jumps flying across, trying to land up onto the bed. Look at him go. Wait, did he just say soccer mage? Oh no, not again. Boogie man standing over the top of the boy, and Tristan lands on the bed. Oop. Right, no more fooling around. I got this. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Blue freak. Get the fuck away from my boy. Ah, the boogeyman turns around. Okay, okay. You had your warning. You asked for this. Go, Mad Skills, go! And he throws a fucking frisbee. Mad Skills, zip, 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 zip. And then the uh, boogeyman catches the fucking uh, uh, frisbee dead in its thing. Pathetic, says the boogeyman as he throws the fucking frisbee back. That was your best. Here, catch! And then it hits fucking Tristan right, smack bang in the guts holes. Mad skills, zippy, squeak, as he crashes into the wall. And he uh, slows it all down and starts running back towards the boogeyman. Ugh, that really fucking hurt. Oh, he's really fast and he's got mad skills too. Alright, let's finish this. Soccer mage, as he runs towards the boogeyman. Charge, the boogeyman fucking, ugh, go away. And he fucking punches Tristan off the bed. Bah. Is that all you have? You are the most pathetic teddy bear I've ever seen. At least the white bunny. She knows how to fight. But even she will not be able to protect you, her girl, and save your boy. You are going to take your boy's innocence. We are going to take your boy's innocence, little bear. And there's nothing you can do to stop us. You are simply not stitched for this. I think of it as a mercy. That's right. Oh, that I am going to end you right now. Please no, says Tristan. And then... Some fucking suction cut arrows come flying in. What? No, no, not now. You, you're supposed to be dead. As he fucking drops his big golden scythe. And then this fucking Robin Hood looking teddy bear pulls out his fucking bow and arrow and pulls it back. Tell your master, the rumours of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Now stand down. This house is still protected. Says our Robin Hood looking teddy bear. Oh, as he gets, the boogeyman gets fucking uh, hit with another arrow. 
You are weak and foolish to return. These cuddly defenders are pathetic. They have no suffering, no stuffing at all. And the boy, the boy will be ours. Monsters, we are done here. Retreat. About time. Says one of the monsters as he's running past. What What just happened? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. They were winning, says Wilma. And then there's a fucking Robin Hood teddy bear standing in the doorway. Maybe they got hungry. No, we got help. Hey, you. Yeah, I see you. Hey, who are you? Wait, please, come back. We need to talk. Then he fucking runs on down the hall. Come on, Tristan. This is this is what we found out. This is the time we found out what's going on around here. And then they fucking run on down the hall after the mysterious bear. Um, now, I am going to put my two cents out there and say the teddy bear is his father's teddy bear out of the attic protecting the house come to help out and keep his godson, grandson, god teddy bear son nice and safe, which I think is a beautiful touching thing um, that Nick Davis has thrown in there. And to be honest... I um I haven't got around to it yet, but I am going to fucking continue reading this and find out where it's up to, where where we're going. Um, I've been a very busy boy and I have read very little comics recently, so um yes, head on over to altworldstudios.com. I think that's the address. I'm just flicking through here. Uh, not quite sure, but you can go to www.thebattleforbedtime.com if you want to read more, because let's be honest, you know you do. Anything you want to find out more about Nick Davis and the amazing work that he's doing, go to altworldstudios.com. He's, um, I heard a story about a young boy that was suffering from, um, uh, bone marrow form diseases or something or whatever um, a real sort of uh, sadish kind of thing and uh, it was the teddy bear's tale books that uh, Mr. Nick Davis does that has helped this boy sort of get through and feel a little bit better about himself in these really shitty times so guys not only is he an amazing writer who's producing some amazing books but he's also doing some amazing things out there in the fucking real world for real life people so the least we can do is support this guy so um like I said, go on over to uh, altworldstudios.com. You can go to the cuddlydefendertoys.com if you want to buy your own little cuddly defenders. Get yourself a little Tristan doll or a Wilma rabbit for your kids to defend them against the boogeyman. Um, but yeah, find him in all those places. You can hit him up at Altworld Studios on the Twitter. Uh, he's a very easy to talk to guy. He'll tell you all about the uh, amazing works that he's got going on, guys. So jump on there and find out some more about Nick Davis. Uh, uh, as we have done in the past through uh, Mr. Buttoned One Shot, which I have uh, lent the print version around to a few of my friends now. And, you know, these are guys that are you know, way into death and gore and, uh, like I said, death metal bands. And we read really dark, twisted comics together. And they absolutely love and adore his work. So uh, I will always stand up for Mr. Nick Davis and his amazing comic books. Guys! That's me. You can find me on the Twitters at ComicBS or you can get me at my personal page at the BG Boy. You can ask me questions about comic books, recommend things that I should be reading or if you've got uh, something out there that you're producing or putting out, let me know. Let me read it um, and I will uh, probably like it because let's be honest, I like everything. 
Um, if you're into dogs, you can see me over at Dog's Best Friend Pod on Twitter, and there's the podcast that goes along with that, obviously, called Dog's Best Friend, and the YouTube channel, uh, which I think is at Dog's Best, Fr- uh, Dog's Best Friend Podcast, training and therapy for your dog. So if you have a dog, you read comic books, and you have a dog, and you've got uh, questions you want to know about your dogs, shoot me some questions over at Dog's Best Friend. Um... So, guys, that's all the comic bullshit I have for this week. I have been Beige. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out.